What is going on? Welcome to the Fit, Healthy, and Happy Podcast. I'm your host, Kyle. Here with my co-host, JW. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. Okay, well, we actually have a good episode. So, bad intro, great episode. That's, that's the way we do it here, you know? We, that's how we roll. It's just our thing. You can't tell me there's anybody on the podcast platform that does an intro like that. And here's the thing. At the end of the day, I think it's safe to say we have high energy when we do our silliest intros. And that's a perfect segue in today's episode. Energy. Which is how to be less tired during the day. So, you know, if you're someone who's a chronic yawner, or you get that hump at 1 or 2 p.m. and you just feel exhausted from day to day. And, you know, uh, even with our online training clients, we have three sections for them to put in the spreadsheet each day. Is your, Are you tired? Um, what's the middle one? Are you of moderate energy or are you energetic? Um, and it's very rare I see those energetics, uh, but we also very rarely see tired with our clients, um, which tells you, you know, a lot of these issues can be solved um, through fitness and nutrition, uh, but we're going to go past that. So this episode isn't just going to be get more sleep, get more sleep. There's going to be way more tips and trips, trips, tricks to navigate how to be a higher energy person and how to be less tired throughout the day. You know, it's funny. A lot of people think that sleep is a solution and then they sleep for like, 12 hours and they feel way worse like it's just funny that it's like you know obviously getting proper sleep which we'll talk about after it does stuff but like it's not the end all be all for sure yeah Um, so many so many factors go into your energy levels and it's just insane how many do and that's why like we spent a lot of time writing stuff down for these and we're really excited to kind of dive into it from all angles to teach you how to be more fired up yeah like your boy kg dude i am always fired up i love that always I love that. Even without a coffee, I'm ready to go. Let's do this. Except you have one right now. I have one. I just finished it. I want another one, but we're going to talk about caffeine too. Caffeine, because everyone thinks that you got to have more. Anyways, Anyways, let's just get into it. Let's go. We're we're talking about it too much and not doing. Yeah. Let's talk. Let's go. All right. First is stress and managing it. So the first thing that's going to make you tired is if you're feeling overwhelmed. If you're feeling strung out and, you know, this goes so many different ways. Like you can be stressed in finance, you can be stressed by work, you can be stressed in workload, you can be stressed in your relationships. But what's super important is to really, you know, get ahead of it, identify the stress and work to work against it. So a great thing I found, you know, when I've been the most stressed, especially in school and this and that, um, is when, you know, you can just say, I don't have enough time in my day, right? That's going to cause probably the number one thing that's going to make you tired. So one of my favorite things to do, and I know Kyle loves it as well, is we literally put our whole life on our calendar. We map it all out. You know, we try to have a really good understanding of what time is being dedicated to what, you know, so we have an hour here, 30 minutes there. That's what we kind of do to make things happen and make it work not make excuses and really just be on top of it so that instead of wishing for more time in the day, we make the most out of the time we do have. We all have the same 24 hours. You know, it's important to utilize it and uh, really get at it. Uh, So that's just something, you know, being proactive, not reactive. Uh, Next up would be to kind of, you know, cut off loose ends. Is there something in your life that's really bugging you and stressing you? Like, Kyle had one thing where he had to be up super early. It was a big headache. He didn't find it was financially or emotionally worth it. So we cut it off and, you know, he felt way better ever since. At this point, like I will say, you know, I used to get up at 445 every day for something that just really wasn't adding much value to my life. And to this day, I feel like I have a hundred times more energy. And it's not just because of the time that I was getting up. It's just like the wasted mental energy of like dreading going there, spending time there. And then just like it it turned into a long day too. So it's like cutting that off. 
honestly gain I gain so much more energy uh, throughout and, the day. Um, question, and I can't remember this. So funny story. So we used to meet up every day in the summer, and I used to always say, uh, "Oh, you, uh, you're ripped, buddy." Yeah, like, like you're, he you're blazed high, up, man. like you smoked. Um, we're not smokers, but I used to say it to him as a joke. Um, and I remember there's just a period of time where like you weren't as focused. What was that again? Uh, I think. Um, I remember just being completely unorganized. Um, I think this was the point in my life. I remember uh, going back and looking at my Fitbit. And my Fitbit used to tell me what time I would go to bed, what time I would wake up. And I remember the bedtime was about you know 1.30 a.m. The wake-up time was about 5.30 a.m. or something yeah, like that. Yeah, that's it. So like, it was a combination of that as well as just like, I remember when I was living at home, you know, um, my bedroom was so messy. So like, sometimes like, and this just happened, like, I'll be completely honest with you. Like just things were all over the place. So when I woke up, it wasn't even like an efficient atmosphere. It wasn't even a clean atmosphere. Like I would have to spend 20 to 30 minutes looking for something. It just, it is what it is. This was a few years ago. And like, um, I just, it constantly like a bunch of things just like compound, you know, just like other issues within my life with family and stuff. And it's just like, it ends up like being like, you go to work at like eight or nine and you're like, wow, what just happened for the first three hours of my day. And it just, it's and a I compound effect. You had a, a regular, like you'd sleep in and not sleep in. Right? Yeah. And like, like, yeah, like I was late. an early riser, but then I would like sleep in and then I would, I'd feel like super rushed. And like, honestly, there's nothing worse, like similar to the whole proactive and reactive thing. Like if I wake up super late and then rush and then I didn't do anything and then like meet up with Josh and then we have to work out. I'm like, holy crap, my energy levels are like depleted. You know, it's just like, it, it, it takes a big toll on you. So yeah, as Kyle just described, that's chaos, right? You know, he wasn't in charge of his sleep schedule. He wasn't in charge of, you know, his situation, being on top of things. Like, and you could, it was a funny time because I remember he'd be so zoned out yeah. sometimes. Yeah. He used to get mad because I'd always say it, but like, yeah. you'd have to ask him a few times. Whereas it's very different now. I think that he's on top of these things. He's scheduled. Like, he's very intentional. Like, yeah. it's completely different. It's yeah. crazy. Like, it was just a small little time, but it was just a funny thought that I thought was applicable to this. And like, you could just see all the chaos that was happening. But once he started to take position of these things and minimize his stress and, you know, be on top of it, his energy level skyrocketed. So it's just some small changes there, um, you know, and then another. Another little note I had was, you know, be realistic with expectations of yourself. I think, you know, a lot of us and people that are listening to podcasts in general, and especially this podcast, are going to be overachievers. You know, you're going to want to be your best self, your, you know, most fit, healthiest, happiest self. You want to exceed in finance, friendships, relationships. You want, you're probably someone who demands a lot. And even myself, I can find that. And sometimes, you know, I really struggle to be like, hey, I've earned this three or four hours to breathe or do something relaxing or, you know, just do something that you find fun, even if it's not productive. And I still think that's a very healthy outlook to have. And so many people, you know, guilt themselves into taking a second to breathe. And at the end of the day, like if you've earned it, you know, there's nothing wrong. And I think we're especially in the time where like entrepreneurship and everything is so encouraged and it's like hustle, hustle, hustle. And don't get me wrong, you should, but you also need to know when it's time to take a second to, you know, declutter your mind. And um, another really good point I had was um, someone was saying, you know, too many people are always relaxing, but don't relax in the right ways. And um, this is something I've been doing more lately. So like for me at night, if I'm stressed out and I go, screw it, I'm going to relax and I watch like a movie or something or two movies, I don't feel that great necessarily. 
like I'm just sitting doing whatever. Whereas for me, like if I want to relax, like, and I go to the sauna and I just breathe, you know, and I just spend some time with myself and my thoughts and deload and be away from my phone. I feel so rejuvenated. It's insane. Like the difference, you know, or even I hate running, but if I take some time to go on a walk or a run and, you know, instead of just don't think of relaxing as purely watching TV, playing video games, like, you know, you just think you can relax through activities or do something that stimulates you. Like, Go snowboarding, do something like that, you know, like challenge yourself and find a way to relax in a different sense where you can just get away from the stresses and, you know, do something that you enjoy. Yeah. And so we have five categories here. This is the last part of the stress and managing, uh, managing it section. I'd say this is my biggest one. Just be productive, have purpose and fill up your calendar. And truthfully, um, I feel the worst and like most energy depleted when I have nothing going on in my life, when I'm not feeling fulfilled, when there's nothing going on within my day and I'm just sitting down watching movies, chilling, you know, not really leaving the house and stuff. And just like knowing that you're making a difference or just like have some type of like productivity things. And honestly, like there's a difference between waking up at, you know, whether it's five or six or whatever time you get up and just like doing nothing and then like waking up and doing something productive, even if it's like make your bed, send a few emails, um, maybe journal, you know, uh, meditate, like you'll feel so much more energetic and ready to attack the day. And I just think that's really huge. Like a lot of times people just don't have energy because they're just like completely like bored of what's like happening within their life. They're just like not feeling like they're making a difference, not fulfilled. So these are some quick changes to make just within stress and, you know, your lifestyle. And this is something we're really passionate about. So we might derail and overlap a little bit here, but I think, um, it's such a generation where everyone is tired and overworked. Um, and we're going to try and break that down in one podcast, but this is going to be a really great podcast. So, you know, keep listening and there's going to be tons of actionables for you. Okay. So next up is nutrition. So I've spoken about this on the podcast before, but one of my personal training clients, um, Beth, she came in and she would just <gasps> yawn. That's my best attempt at a yawn on the microphone, but she would yawn every 10 seconds. And I'm like, what the heck? And it's not like it was just a particular time we work out. It was consistent. Like I've never seen someone yawn so much in my life. And, you know, as I, we developed our relationship through personal training. I went to check her nutrition. You know, we finished a lot of training. We're like, okay, hey, let's get on top of your nutrition. So I had her start logging. She was eating like five or 600 calories. And this is someone who weighs like 135 pounds and is pretty tall, like 5'8", right? So a really insufficient amount of food, first and foremost. So all we did is we brought those calories up to a realistic maintenance of about 1,400. Um, and ever since, I have not seen her yawn once. And her sleep is horrible to this day. Her water is horrible. Um, you know, we're trying to work on the water. The sleep, unfortunately, it just seems like... You know, she has some barriers to that um, without, you know, diving into someone's life too much. But case in point, from the nutrition alone of her getting the adequate amount of nutrients, you know, so your hormones can work effectively, everything can balance out. Her energy levels are just so much better. Zero yawning. And I thought that was just an absolute crazy, like, you know. Yeah, you can just see the antidote that quick, which is just absolutely phenomenal. So, you know, getting the right foods is going to help so much. Being at maintenance at least or a little above maintenance. And, you know, even if you've been dieting for a while, another thing you can do is take that diet break. You know, let everything heal up. But don't neglect the importance of nutrition and eating the right foods. And that kind of takes us to 2.5, which is look at what you eat and how you eat it. So me and Kyle, um, we use the shawarma example. We used to get shawarma a lot in the summer. Uh, And when we get two shawarmas, it's like, that's a lot of food. It's probably about 1400 calories. Um, We would not be as productive after. Like, you know, your stomach just feels a little tossy, turny. I felt lethargic. You just want to lay down like, because your body has to work so hard to digest that much. So 
if you're someone who only eats big meals and you feel like really unproductive and lethargic after, you know, maybe you want to break those down a little bit. And once again, we're not crazy big on meal timing, you know, for optimal physique performance or anything like that. But I more so think to do it to be successful with your own individual journey um, and how it works within that. So even for me, you know, like I used to do a big oatmeal, but it would be so much. I started to feel sick. And as funny as it is, like, um, I don't know if this is coincidental or not, but this is why you always experiment. So for the last probably two years, I always talk about it, my oatmeal. I do my dino eggs oatmeal. So I'd have those little dinosaur eggs or Oreo, those pre-made packets, you know, because they're delicious. Then I have protein and peanut butter. Uh, but recently I made a New Year's resolution, like, because these are how small things compound. Like, sure, it's not a ton of sugar. It's not a ton of anything. But after eating it, my stomach would feel a little uneasy. And I'd feel like, you know, I need to lay down for a bit for like 15 minutes. So, you know, when I had less time to eat, it would stress me out. But now I switch just quick whole oats or whatever. Um, and I feel way better. Like, it's crazy. Like, and I've always not been someone who does the best with sugar for whatever reason. I don't love getting a ton of it. I just don't feel the greatest. And people villainize sugar. It's not the end. Like, that, it's not the end of the world. But um, to have a little bit, like, you could absolutely do that and be okay. It's still a realistic amount. It's if you're having, like, you know, a significant amount more, that's going to be detrimental. But anyways, to me, like, you just look at feeling and how I felt. And I experimented with two packets, one packet. But these little things make such a difference to your energy. And now, you know, just doing that swap, I feel way better. That's 15 minutes. My stomach doesn't feel tossy-turny that I can just be hustling, focused, and, you know, ready to get at it. So that's just something to think about. You know, spread it out if you're feeling full, bloated, and lethargic. You know, try to improve your food volume and density if you're eating poor foods that are really high in trans fats. You're not going to feel the best either. Same with simple sugars. You know, find things that kind of power you up. And I know Kyle wants to get on water here. Yeah. Oh, man. Water. Like, just... It, you hear it and a lot of times people just don't like really I guess follow this I just honestly it's literally so important and I don't want to just like tell you like constantly to drink more water but I do at the same time like we always have a water bottle by your side you know uh, a de dehydrated body is always going to be less efficient so make a habit of just keeping water by your side always like constantly drinking substituting out for those like you know sugary crappy drinks you know cut the calories from all those you know um, things that really aren't adding value and just constantly drink water like it's just one of the best things you can instantly do and then while we're on nutrition i just had one other thing to add because i have a client who you know um, speaking of just nutrition nutrition he just wanted to gain a bunch of energy you know he's been like lacking and it's something that he was looking to do but also wanted to get a six pack so these two things like we talked about in the last podcast just how like getting a six pack and shredded um, for the most part really will drain your energy. And I also said like, Hey, you've got, you know, one kid um, that's obviously going to be a lot of work and then another kid coming. So like you have to kind of like weigh these things out. Like what is more important to you? Is it getting a six pack? You're going to have to be in a deficit, obviously like, you know, depending on the rate at once you, what you, at, at what you do it. Um, if you want to get it quicker, like it's going to drain you. Like you're just not going to be able to handle your kid when you get home. Like, unfortunately you're just having so many less car uh, calories, so many less carbs, or do you just want to be in a nice maintenance, build some good muscle, um, or, or even a surplus and just have so much more energy. So like, unfortunately these are two things that kind of like everyone wants, but not many people lay out and really pick the, the right option. Yeah, we've spoken about this before, but being shredded actually isn't how we're meant to look. And it usually aren't going to feel the best. You're suppressing a lot of things. So, uh, you know, sometimes you got to say, oh, am I a little too lean for my own good? But this is a rare thing. Like, not everyone's there. Bear in mind. That's an amazing point. Yeah. Um, number three is be more active. So it sounds ironic. But if you're tired, like, 
If you're someone who's a desk worker, like if you just work at a desk and you don't work out, you will feel horrible because, you know, your body's meant to move, be active, work, and you're just twiddling your fingers for 10 hours, come home, plop yourself on a TV and call her a night. You know, you have literally done no expenditure. You've not challenged your body in any way. You haven't actually allowed it to get tired. And then you're probably jacking it up with coffee and all these things and all this horrible food. Like you can just see how negative and horrible that is for you know just the human body in general like it makes no sense so you know there's little ways you can do it even if you are a desk worker like every hour you know go go for a quick little minute lap and like you're like oh that sounds dumb i don't know where i'm going to do that like literally just go get water fill up your water bottle you know like it's a perfectly good excuse it's one minute it's going to keep you healthy standing up at least you're going to feel a little better you know maybe at lunch you can go walk around just feel a little better take the stairs park the car like these things do add up and then when you get home too even though it's a hard work day like you know be on top of it right like go ahead you know take care of business, go out on a walk, you know, ride a bike, do do something fun. But being more active will actually get you tired enough to actually feel good enough to get a proper sleep. And when you do work out, you actually feel more energized, accomplished. You know, it's just so many benefits that do come with that. Endorphins, you know, the amazing feeling, the hormone that pumps after you're active are all just fantastic. Okay, next up real quick, or do you have anything to add? No, I was just going to say the biggest myth, people say, I don't have the energy to work out. Well, maybe you don't have energy because you're not working out. Think about it. (laughs) Jeez. Um, Sleep, I don't want to spend too much time on this because obviously this is the more obvious one. Obvious, obvious, obvious. But um, yeah. we've we've spoken about sleep before, so we're just gonna give you um, a few quick um, tips. general guidelines and tips. But I don't want to beat it like a sore thumb because once again, this is something I feel like everyone knows, and it's easy to say. But um, kind of between this and the energy, like if you are someone who works a lot or you have a very weird schedule. I highly recommend going to the gym before. It's easier to get up a little early and ensure your bedtime's consistent, then go later, take it away from your sleep, be unsure with that, and you can just see how that continues um, to kind of be a negative thing. So I find it's a lot better if you can just go ahead uh, and get in front of that and be productive uh, from there. So for sleep, do you want to just give a few uh, yeah, tidbits? Yeah, I mean, biggest thing I've ever changed was just regular bedtimes and regular wake-up times. You know, for me, it's around 10.30 p.m., 6 a.m. wake up, you know, that gives me just over seven hours of actual sleep, which is pretty perfect for me. And, you know, at the worst times of my life, I was getting maybe four to five and waking up and just, it was horrible. And, you know, you just got to have some quality sleep. Like, it's not always about the number, in my opinion. You just make sure that it's actually quality sleep as well. Like, you're not having pre-workouts before and you're not having a huge meal and, you know, uh, exposed to lights right before. And this is just the biggest thing that's really helped me um, because there was a time in my life, I'm telling you, for probably three plus years when I was working um, part-time, when I was trying to do this, when I was like in school, when I was just like trying to manage the gym, all this. And I just like, everything else was fine. It was just, this was really holding me back and it's, it's gotten way, way better recently. And just remember, just because you can, doesn't mean you should. I know there's so many people that are listening to this right now and they're like, Oh, but I'm fine. Three, four hours. Like I function fine. I do my workouts. I'm successful at work. Trust me. It doesn't matter who you are. You are limiting yourself. If you're limiting your sleep, I don't care how confident you are. Like I hear so many people say, and it's sad. Like, I just feel like people don't want to buck up and take care of business. I used to say that when I, uh, when I actually wasn't getting enough, I used to tell myself that as a lie because I wanted to feel like I was, but honestly, like it, you need more sleep. And and finally I can made to sleep. Like, you know, that should be a consistent, like about a third of your life, you know, you should sleep. That's how you recover. That's how you hear that heal. That's how your brain resets. So here's some quick points. So, um, easy thing is limit naps to 20 minutes. I know too many people nap 
you know, an hour or two hours during the day at whatever point. And, you know, that's going to really kind of screw up your sleep cycle. That's going to drain your energy. I'm really against naps in general. I just feel horrible after. I just feel like I've wasted time. I feel hot. I feel uncomfortable. You know, it's just, it's weird. But a 20-minute nap's good because you're not actually going to enter a deep sleep. You know, it's just enough to help you recover, you know, feel good. Another great thing you could do is instead of napping is try like 10 minutes of breathing, something like that where you're still active and aware that's going to make it a little better. Next up is um, avoiding caffeine close to bed time i find 2 p.m is the best cutoff um in the recommended cutoff to not have it affect that um obviously continue to exercise that's going to help a lot um and there's a note as little as 10 minutes of aerobic exercise such as walking or cycling can drastically improve nighttime sleep quality um next is get out in the sun you know get some actual exposure to the sun being the sun will actually make you a little bit um more tired believe it or not you know you're getting vitamin d it helps the body know wednesday and then it helps it know at night you know when you're around darkness that it's time to get to bed it really helps it establish its natural um, sleep-wake cycle. Um, so if you're somewhere that doesn't have a ton of sun right now, you know, get some vitamin D in. Uh, that's important, you know, have that um, proper bedtime routine. And then lastly, have a great um, sleep environment. Make sure it's somewhere that's consistent, quiet, cool, and um, dark. What's next? Uh, next up, these are just like, um, I guess, supplemental things, you know. And this is funny because a lot of times people think that coffee is just like the end-all be-all. But to like, you really have to actually limit it. I have some clients who um, have actually just like brought hers down to, you know, maybe like one cup uh, or so. And she just actually feels way more energized throughout the day. You know, she's just naturally waking up. She's doing all that stuff. And that's one of my goals. And I feel like when I have a bit less, I just feel less like on the edge. I feel like I'm just like got that natural energy going and stuff. So it's something to think about. Like, obviously it is great to have. I love it, but you also have to be careful of not having like, you know, a gram per day. Cause also on the other days where you're not having it, you're going to feel like you just got hit by a bus. So just something to be careful of, but it's definitely a great supplement to utilize properly. This is a good reminder for me to take my vitamin D and B12. Um, I love <laughs> but, it. Yeah. So B12 can help with energy. Vitamin D can help with energy. You want to get ahead of both of those. Um, and then the, another thing with coffee, you know, that a lot of people don't hear is coffee can actually be good for energy. Like mm -hmm. if you want a little pickup, even for the workout, I don't mind a little pre-workout. Like, you know, we're not villainizing it. I love coffee. I, love I have, it. it's my favorite thing. I have two coffees and a pre-workout on a training or work day. So that's a pretty substantial amount of caffeine. So don't get me wrong. I'm not super against it, but play with it. So me and Kyle used to do a coffee, um, a pre-workout and then two coffees and Starbucks coffees. And that was just wild. And I think I've done it and he's done it too. Ever since we cut that second coffee, I felt better. I sleep better. I'm less jittery. Like caffeine is a very personal thing and you have to play with it, play with its timing, play when it's important. Mm -hmm. Even Kyle said he likes just drinking a coffee in the morning and he wanted to cut rid of his pre and he hasn't been doing pre and he's been successful with that. And like, I find the less you can get away with the better, but if you're someone who has none, like it is a completely okay thing to have, you know, coffee's great. It has a lot of health benefits to it too. So, you know, you could even try exploring actually using caffeine if you've never used it. But once again, it's about not abusing it, being smart and days where you don't need as much, where they're not as tough, uh, you know, try having a little less, balance it out. So you're not dependent on it. Then real um, quickly, kind of the last thing I had here was, you know, if all else fails and you've been pretty perfect everywhere and you still feel wiped, I highly recommend, you know, just going to a doctor, getting some blood work done. I think a lot of people forget to do this um, as often as they should. And here you can make sure everything's working fine. You know, make sure your insulin levels are right. Make sure, you know, all your blood iron levels are right. A lot of people that are iron deficient feel unnecessarily tired throughout the day. So a quick supplementation of some iron can really 
kind of help you get over that hurdle and allow you to be successful. So sometimes you got to look at these extra factors and um, pretty much if you follow these tips here, you're going to be living a much more fired up and energetic life. Oh, I'm going to add a seven because Kyle brought this up and I thought this was such a good point. So I'll let him go off. Uh, but number seven is have purpose and intent. Oh, I, I actually mentioned it in the first thing I said, be productive, have purpose and fill up your calendar. Oh, he did. Well, but once yeah, again, like, I want to hit that again. I yeah, think it's just more than anything, I, I can do everything right. And then if I have a day where there's nothing on my calendar, I have no plans, I have nothing, I just feel like, you know, it's like, what do I do with myself? You know what I mean? Like, so I think it's always good to have little things, you know, have a to-do list. And if you're super bored and have nothing to do, you know, maybe go tackle some frogs. Those are tasks that are hard that you don't want to do, you know, like maybe cleaning this room or, you know, doing your laundry or going to this, getting this one particular weird thing done, change the oil in your car, whatever it is, like doing something to feel productive before you relax is so important as well. Yeah. And, yeah. I'm going to leave you with this quote. You often feel tired, not because you've done too much, but because you've done too little of what sparks a light in you. Boom. Jeez. All right, homies. Thank you for chilling uh, and listening to this very uh, productive episode here. It's pretty lengthy. Yeah. One of the biggest things as coaches that, sorry to interrupt, we focus on is like these habits because like when you're paying us to pretty much help you with your fitness journey, become better, become healthy, happier, and more fit. If you're constantly feeling drained and you're just not energetic and you're not like seeing purpose and stuff, like what's the point of all this? So we constantly try to give you the right habits, suggestions, set weekly goals, and really incorporate all these things into your fitness journey and goals. Yeah. All right. Peace. We're actually going to end it now. I think we were just both way too excited. Yeah, I love As we were planning it the whole time, Kyle, oh, this is a good episode. This is a good episode. So it's always a good feeling. Uh, This is one we'll be referencing back to. Please share it with friends. I think everyone needs more energy and everyone deserves more energy. Uh, So thanks for listening. Peace.